This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back to The Scorecard with Barry Cronin and Mike Esposito, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on Chicago's Sports Radio 670, The Score, and Odyssey Station. Hour two of The Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine with Barry Cronin and Mike Esposito. And a little early Wilco as we feature the music of the state of Illinois. They're downstate. Barry, you're out there in the Quad Cities. I'm here in Chicago. We've got the entire state uh, covered here geographically, and we're ready to get back uh, out to the John Deere Classic. And uh, actually, we're ready to get out to the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline. Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Uh, and there we find Craig DeVries, author of the book, most recent book about, or the newest book, excuse me, about the John Deere Classic called Magic Happened, about uh, the magic of what's going on there in the Quad Cities. Craig, good morning. Morning, Mike. Morning, Barry. Hopefully we get more, more magic and the rain stays away this weekend. Yeah, we're right? hoping. We're, we're hoping for, if we, you got that right, wow, it's a tough forecast. Uh, so, Craig, great to have you on and, and great to talk to you. Your book is terrific. Uh, Magic happened, celebrating 50 years of the John Deere Classic. It was supposed to come out last year, when, uh, but uh, but the uh, pandemic pre- prevented the tournament from even happening. So it's really, ex- I know you're real excited to have it out this year. Finally, uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Good to have it um, in people's hands and have the story uh, be shared. Uh, you know, at the 50th anniversary yeah. event, uh, 51 years later. <laughs> Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, Craig, you, yeah. you, you, you know, and you more were... magic. I would, I would point out there is a lot more magic happened even despite the pandemic last year when um, Birdies for Charity contributed twelve point two billion to to another charity. strong group yeah. of uh, charities in the Quad Cities. Yeah, even without a tournament. Yeah, it's pretty good. Craig, you, uh, you're from around uh, the Quad Cities, and you've been around this tournament uh, longer than anybody. You covered the tournament for the Moline Dispatch and the Quad City Times. And, um, you, you know, you've seen so much. And I thought it was really a, a cool thing when you, uh, inter, you know, uh, talked about this project uh, at the beginning uh, that you went out and you interviewed 150 people. And that usually, a lot of times, that doesn't happen um, in, uh, in, with people writing books, et cetera. But uh, you were able to get people who were here at the very beginning, you know, before they left us. Yeah, yeah, actually, there's... Uh... There's five uh, voices in the book that uh, that have passed uh, since I interviewed them. Uh, Jim Jamison, uh, a volunteer, Carol C.J. Johnson. Jim Jamison obviously was a uh, Western Open winner from uh, Moline Bread and Quad City born. And uh, uh, Wally Priester, I found out uh, this week, died. Uh, he was uh, one of the founding members of uh, Crow Valley. So, yeah, a lot, and Jim Hazley, who was a, uh, a wonderful uh, Representative of uh, the Iowa PGA and the, and the 
PGA professionals across uh, Iowa and Illinois, who was uh, a, a, an essential piece of the storytelling because um, he was there when Crow Valley was conceived and the, and the Quad Cities uh, Open debuted in 1971. Yeah. Uh, this so, tournament, but before John Deere took over in, in 1998, uh, Craig, um, and, and, and really stabilized the tournament, um, this, this tournament went through a number of near-death experiences. Um, five, uh, by my five really, really taught moments when it could have gone, uh, could have gone the other way. Uh, and, and that's, there's some of the magic therein in that it, um, it always, uh, they always found a way to keep this thing going. Um, 1975, um, you know, four, after four tournaments at Crow Valley, it was, uh, it was, it was determined that the purse had to grow. It's always, it was always about money. Uh, uh, the purse had to grow, uh, and, they were working uh, feverishly to make that happen um, uh, by appealing to uh, the community. And um, a press conference was called, and a press release was issued that said there will be no 1975 quad cities open. But uh, this was in April, actually, of 1975, with the tournament, you know, mere two, less than two months away, and and uh, and they pulled it off. Uh, the Moline JC stepped in and. Uh, they pulled the press pulled the pulled the uh, press release literally out of the hands of the media that had assembled at a at a news conference and uh, and away they went they found a P- so, they, they found Oakwood Country Club and uh, and Moline JCs uh, JCs across the Quad Cities found a way to put this thing on uh, in just no time to spare so uh, and then uh, again a couple of uh, really key moments in the 1980s where. Uh, they had to appeal to the community for uh, through phone banks to. Uh... So they actually asked people on the phone. They called around and asked people on the phone to uh, to give money. For Is a, that it? For 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 a month, a solid month, they had volunteers manning phone banks in the in the, in, in insurance agency offices and, and, uh, and downstairs uh, uh, studio at WQAD. They were um, they were calling people and saying, "Can you give us this? Can you can you help us with that?" And and um, and they pull it off. They retired ninety five thousand dollars worth of debt um and uh there was more you know the creditors in the quad cities um took dimes on the dollar to uh to to literally keep this thing going and then um uh, the next year it was the same thing they're searching it was they were always searching for this 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 magic title sponsor and uh it didn't happen until um uh, a meeting in uh at, at uh, John Deere administrative headquarters with uh, Duke Butler and, and Claire Peterson, uh, the current tournament director was, was present. And uh, Duke Butler from the PGA tour stepped up and said, we can build a go- uh, keep a sea golf course. And, and John Deere can become the uh, official equipment supplier of the PGA tour. And all of a sudden there was the, uh, that was the birth of the John Deere classic. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Here we Talking are 20, with- you know, 23 years later, John Deere is, is the third longest t- uh, running title sponsor on, on the PGA Tour. Talking with Craig DeVries, author of Magic Happened, the uh, celebrating 50 years of the John Deere Classic. And, uh, you know, we've talked about Birdies for Charity. We talked about it with Claire last week, but it really is uh, an impressive program. And I know since John Deere has taken over uh, as the title sponsor and uh, uh, really driven, you know, a lot of the, the charity programs, I mean, the, the dollar amounts are staggering. And I know we, we talked about this last year. We talked about, the, you, and you just mentioned it too, even last year with no tournament, 
a, a ton of money raised for local charities. Yeah, it's, it's you know, and it's credit obviously to John Deere and the imagination of uh, Steve Jacobs, who was the original Big Bird, um, who took this 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 concept of of people pledging money for for however many birdies were made in the week, uh, course of a tournament week, and um, he kind of built off the Mary Kay concept where he he, he recruited the uh, local charities who would definitely be invested in making. As, as much money as they could for their organizations uh, to, to, to solicit pledges. And um, and then the tournament and uh, John Deere w- have put 5 to 10% on top of those bonuses over the course of all those years. And it's, um, it's really turned into a, a quad city-driven uh, a display of generosity that, that – um, is uh, is it, then you're right. The figures are staggering. 133 million over the, over the course of the last uh, 20 so years, 30 years. Uh, it's amazing. Well, in addition to the uh, into the the magic of the charity and everything, uh, uh, Craig, there's been some great uh, golf tournaments that we've seen, um, especially in the last several years. Um, uh, and I think that p- probably a lot of it has to do with the, the the charter to the British Open, getting a little bit better field out here getting some uh, sponsor exemptions that uh, Claire would go out, Claire Peterson would go out and find some young, young guys to come out and play the tournament. But you, uh, you know, you had Jordan Spieth in uh, 2013 win, and then he came back to win again in uh, 2015. Uh, that kind of, that kind of has ignited the tournament as long, as well as uh, Steve Stricker winning three in a row. So I, I, I to reflect on that a little bit. Yeah. You know, the, uh, um, there's always going to be uh, a, a somewhat of a, a lesser field than in, in a, an event played the week before the British Open than you'll find um, elsewhere. Um, you know, it's it's we the cream rises here. I guess is the, is the way to put it. The right guys tend to win. Um, you know, Jordan Spieth in 2013 holes from a bunker uh, at the age of 19 um, become the first teenage winner in 83 years. Uh, Zach Johnson had a funny quote about that because Zach lost in the playoff to him. Um, you know, Zach Johnson is uh, uh, Zach said that ball was going in the water um, in his interview on uh, on Wednesday. Very tongue, only a little bit in cheek. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, it was a miracle shot. And then uh, Zach was the author of a miracle shot the year before from the the what we call the champions bunker when he when he hit. Um, a five iron, uh, 190 some yards um, to within a foot uh, to win a playoff against Troy Madison. Uh, Stricker came here uh, in t- 2009 um, on the rebound. Uh, he, you know, he he was already uh, uh, bound to be comeback comeback player of the year, uh, but uh, but he won here, uh, and then he came back and in 2010 um, shot a 60 in the first round and trailed by a shot. Um, hmm. Paul Goidos, but then went on to um, he was set a record for 24 under through three rounds that year and uh, and and won um, won the second title and they came back and and from that same champions bunker that we mentioned uh, uh, Zach Johnson he had a shot with one foot in the bunker one foot out and uh, and hooked it around the water and the and the uh, uh, the, uh, the tree at the very fine finishing 18th hole and hold the 24 foot putt uh, that kind of turned him into the incredible Hulk for a few minutes with the, uh, he's the cover of the book with his very un 
Stricker like celebration. So yeah, the, the cream rises here. It's it's, it's in, a, in a way it's a credit to the way uh, the golf course is drawn up as three time Oakwood winner, uh, DA Wybring. So um, yeah, we've had some great runs. BJ Singh had uh, won a tournament here. Uh, Payne Stewart had his first win in 1982 uh, at Oakwood. Uh, uh, you know, we've had uh, Roger Malpe win here. And, um, you know, behind Spieth comes Ryan Moore, who would uh, book a, a berth in the Olympics, or excuse me, on the Ryder Cup team uh, that way. And then he'd, he'd make the putt at, at uh, Hazeltine and uh, clinch the cup. And um, Bryson DeChambeau behind him. So it's, uh, it, it's we have a, a reputation as a launching pad over here in the Quad Cities. And we've launched a few careers. Yep. Well, yeah, tie your other, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, and the other cool thing, at least for me, and uh, we, we've touched on it in terms of the, the uh, local support and the, you know, what, uh, how the area, how the, how the uh, Quad Cities region gets behind this tournament is really the ownership of it. I mean, you see that in, uh, in certain things in life, but uh, in golf and certainly in this tournament, to me, it's awesome the way the the area gets behind and, and participates in this event. Yeah, uh, you know, every every tour event um, up, up to and including the BMW re- relies heavily on volunteer support. And uh, DA, uh, excuse me, Dean Beeman, who was the first winner of the first two events, um, kind of built his model. Uh, 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 you know, charity will be the leading um, money winner on the PGA Tour way back in the day, uh, based on rewarding that volunteer labor, um, kind of encouraging that volunteer labor to keep coming back out to, uh, to support tournaments. And and uh, I, I had the opportunity to talk to Dean about uh, about his wins and about the way he built the tour. Built a tour basically too big for small towns like the Quad Cities, which were, um, back in the day, were kind of um, prevalent on tour. And, uh, um, and that's part of the magic, too, is that it – some really de- uh, desperate moments. Dean kind of was there to uh, um, give the tournament a bit of a boost, to give help it stay on the calendar. Uh, but uh, you know, Mike, the the, the support of, of of Quad Cities is immense. We've had we were you know, seven of the last eleven years. This tournament was named the most engaged uh, community on tour, and uh, I think that speaks volumes. Yeah. In a way, you know. Um, it's one week a year, but this is our Packers. This is our this is our spot in the major leagues, and you know we don't we don't uh, we know who we are over here. We're not we're not Chicago. We're not we're not the big city, but uh, but it's nice to have a major league event in our midst. And, and so to see uh, Barry, I think you you started to refer to the Tiger Woods year. He came here and he let his first took his first fifty four hole lead into a, a Sunday in the Quad Cities in 1996. And then uh, famously, Ed Fiore ran him down. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Much to the chagrin of everybody in the Quad Cities, but that's okay. Absolutely, everybody. <laughs> but Ed Fiore and I think Craig Cooper, uh, my <laughs> cohort at the Quad City Times at the time. Um, yeah. and, you know, Tom Watson, uh, Beeman nipped Tom Watson by a shot in the second John, uh, Quad City Open at, at Crow Valley. There have been some 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 pretty storied runners up as well as storied winners. Uh, Curtis Strange was beaten by Scott Hoke, his uh, fellow Wake Forest de- uh, Deacon Demon in in 1980. So um, yeah, it's it's uh, we've seen 15 of the 24 men who've been uh, 
who held the rank of number one uh, in the world since the OWGR was created. Uh, we've had uh, 24 Hall of Famers play play through the Quad Cities at numerous times um, since the tournament was was established. So uh, we're not the Western Open. We're not the Masters. We're nothing. Uh, we're not the Open Championship. We're not. Uh, you know, some some years we're not the Rocket Rocket Mortgage, but uh, but we know who we are and we know what we've got and we and we've clung to it um, tenaciously, and that's the magic. Well, and what's great about it, Craig, is you can actually come out uh, as a fan and uh, have a leisurely uh, walk around the golf course and see some really great players, um, and uh, some some of them before you know they're great. But you can see people up close. It's because that's so crowded. I mean, that's the one thing that I am always amazed with about coming out here and then uh, working other uh, big events in Chicago is that uh, here you can actually see the guys um, and uh, and bring your kids and have them have a reasonable good time um, without 30,000 people running around uh, the, the golf course every day and, and hanging with uh with the top players, you, the kids can, can see them, uh, and, and people can see these guys up close. And, uh, that to me is, is one of the appealing things about, uh, about seeing a tournament in a small town. That's probably, uh, just a couple of hours, uh, west of Naperville. So, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the players let their, let their hair down a little bit here too. I mean, they, they, they're a little more relaxed because they, it's a different atmosphere. They don't feel, they don't feel like they're, um, you know, they're in the, in the fishbowl. Um, they go, they'll inter- they interact and they're very, it, it's just, it, it is, uh, it, it's a different, it, it will always be, although John Deere has put the, uh, put their corporate brand on it and it's very polished, uh, in the sense that, uh, it is a corporate event, uh, a sponsored event, but, uh, and it matches all the expectations of John Deere and, and, and frankly, the PGA tour in terms of, of being, uh, uh, you know, um, polished and, and professional, but, but there's always going to be that homespun quad city uh, quad city nest to the uh, to the John Deere Classic, and, and players appreciate that as much as the fans do. And yep. we've had tremendous support from Chicago through the years, and there's 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 no question that we get a lot of fans down here who really enjoy it for what it is. They come down and they play Deer Run a lot too, um, and uh, it, it, we are Illinois' only PJ annual PJ Tour event. By the way, Mike, you know that, right? I I did know that, yeah, and and you know what I was gonna say. I know Chicago, uh, even though uh, a few hours to your east, we enjoy the uh, and take pride in the success of the the John Deere Classic, and uh, the the book is great. And uh, Barry mentioned that uh, it was, you know, delayed by the pandemic, but finally out. Uh, Craig DeVries's book uh, Magic Happened, celebrating 50 years of the John Deere Classic. Uh, you can get that now at JohnDeereClassic.com. All proceeds, it should be mentioned too, benefit Birdies for Charity. So lots of great stuff there. And, Craig, we appreciate your time this morning. Guys, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks, Craig. Thank you very much, Barry, Craig. I will see you soon. Yes, yeah, see you later today, man. Okay. Craig DeVries, uh, author of Magic Happened, uh, and uh, he'll be hanging with Barry later on today at the John Deere Classic. So uh, uh, we'll look forward to that. I will be stuck watching on TV, Barry, but I will make you here in the uh, – in the Chicagoland area, but uh, uh, good talking to Craig. It's a very fascinating history, uh, and it, I, I, for one, am glad that, you know the the small town feel still remains. Uh, you have the you know the big title sponsor, but uh, I think it's awesome how the uh, Quad Cities takes ownership of this tournament.
Yep, it sure does. And uh, a lot of uh, somebody pointed out yesterday that there's a lot of cities uh, that, d- that don't have bigger cities that don't have a, a PGA Tour event. Uh, sure. Uh, Portland, Denver, Boston. You know, there's quite a few. So right. uh, uh, anyway, this is great and uh, uh, it, it's fun. And we'll see what happens later today. Hopefully, we'll get the uh, get get it in, get the round in, and uh, and play a lot yep. of holes today. <laughs> Absolutely. No, and uh, we will uh, talk more about uh, what's happened in the first two days of the John Deere Classic when we come back. We'll also talk, uh, before we get out of here, to Andrew Catalan of CBS Sports. He is the lead anchor for CBS this week at the John Deere Classic. So lots more to come on the John Deere Classic here on the Scorecard. We are presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine, and this is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we are back here on the scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Barry Cronin. Mike Esposito here with you. Glad to be with you every Saturday morning. Talking golf for two hours from 6 to 8. Uh, we are out at the John Deere Classic this week. Actually, I shouldn't say we. I should say Barry is out. He is live there in the Quad Cities at the John Deere Classic. And uh, hoping to get uh, today in around the rain. And uh, I know uh, Luke List and company are certainly hoping to do that. List leading the pack at 13 under par uh, after the ter- first two rounds. A 63 for Mr. Luke List yesterday, Barry. Yes, there's a, a lot of low scores out here uh, because the <laughs> the situation is that the uh, fairways are very soft and uh, and the guys are very good. They hit it a long way. So uh, uh, yeah, Luke List is a is a hits the ball really well. Uh, yeah. And uh, and far. <laughs> so so he's uh, he's leading for now. And uh, Sebastian Munoz, uh, who's from Colombia, he's low Colombian in the field. Uh, uh, this week, uh, there's another uh, Colombian, uh, Camilo Villegas. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's a he's a former Western Open champion or BMW champion. I can't remember which one, but uh, yeah, they're both uh, d- doing well. So yeah, it'll be a it'll be a scramble. Every it, the uh, four under par was the cut. Uh, yep. Only a few other times in the history of the tournament ha- has that happened. So uh, 
we'll see what happens. The good thing is that uh, Steve Stricker made the cut. He's a little bit off the uh, off the pace. You know, he's not. The, yeah, I can't remember what exactly what he is. But in uh, Zach six Johnson, under, yep. all, six under. Yeah, I I don't have the scores in front of me, unfortunately. And uh, and Zach Johnson made the cut, so he's uh, the, those are the two icons of the tournament. So uh, so they're doing well, and we have 13 guys that are uh, on the charter. Uh, headed to the British Open. I think seven of them made the cut. So um, anyway, that's good. Uh, Daniel Berger's in the field. Uh, he's a top-rated sure. player in the field and, and, and doing well. And the main thing is uh, our buddy Doug Gim from Arlington Heights um, is, yep. uh, I think he's uh, he's 12th in the f- right now. So he's he doing is 12th. well. He is 12th. Yep. Which is, which is good to see. So uh, we, we have a rooting interest here, really, Chicago fans. We do. Doug is nine under. He's tied for 12, 66, 67 in his first two rounds, and uh, he's tied with uh, with a bunch of guys uh, at nine under par. Uh, List at 13, Munoz at 12 are your two leaders. Then you have a, a group tied at 11, two guys at 10, and then a bunch at nine, eight, seven, and, and on down the line. But you mentioned Stricker, uh, and I said this right off the top of the show. Uh, he he is the defending U.S. Senior Open champion, and yet. When the schedule uh, conflict came about uh, for this weekend with that tournament and the John Deere Classic, because of uh, his history here, and you know, as we have talked about, uh, he's from here. He is a University of Illinois alum. Uh, this place, and I saw him quoted as saying this that this place in this tournament was very special to him, and he felt like this was the right place for him to be. Pretty, uh, pretty great stuff from uh, from Steve Stricker uh, as you know the defending champion of the other tournament to to come out to the John Deere Classic. Yeah, Steve Stricker, as everybody knows, anybody in golf knows, he's uh, he's known as like one of the nicest guys in in the game, and uh, uh, and uh, I I think that, it, that he's always said uh, since he's been coming here that this is a kind of a tournament that um, that that used to be you guys you'd have a number of these type of smaller town events on the PGA Tour when he started, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, even though this is a corporate event, uh, as Craig said, it's uh, it's it's it still has the small, the hometown feel that a lot of the tournaments had, uh, you know, 20 or 30 years ago, uh, uh, early on when the PGA Tour started. Um, now there's a lot of um, a lot of tournaments that are very um, very slick, very corporate, and uh, very commercial. And this is a this is certainly a, a corporate event. It's a John Deere event. It wouldn't exist if it wasn't. Uh, right. But there is still that 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 a uh, little bit more of a small town feel to it. In that in that uh, so many of the of the uh, functions that at a major event are uh, that a big at a bigger event uh, are that are performed by paid contractors are actually done by volunteers here. They've right. uh, the, the volunteer element, because the tournament had such a hard time surviving over the years, just uh, uh, because as you, as Craig just said, it almost, it almost died like five times. Mm-hmm. So uh, without the, vol- and, and so the volunteer ethics uh, continues to, um, uh, to go on at this event. And, and that's, I think part of what it gives uh uh, gives it the, uh, the 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 feel that it, the, the hometown feel that it has, and the and the type of feel that Stricker really likes. Right. No, and it's it's uh, it's great to have him back. And you mentioned the connection with the uh, the Open Championship next week and the the charter flight going over. So uh, and Craig had mentioned right. I mean, sometimes because guys are prepping for that, they may not come out to here, but having the charter flight 
and certainly having it as a uh, kind of a warm up to the British Open uh, is certainly something that a lot of guys use. So, so take us through. I know you said you are actually on site for our listeners who are who are just joining us. Barry is out there uh, in Silvis at the John Deere Classic at Deer Run. Um, some weather expected today, but how are they going to try to cram this in today? Because they are going to try to to get in this round today. Right, they're going to start uh, as of as of last night. Uh, the they were going to start at uh, ten o'clock in the morning, uh, and uh, put threesomes off of both tees. Uh, typically, they would put twosomes off of the first tee. Everybody would go off the first tee if they had time. But right. I think, but they but in order to get the uh, in, in finish the round uh, before the weather, just <clears throat> you know, they're going to have to start after the the. the uh, current weather goes away and and get it in before the next wave of of rain comes in so um and then tomorrow's doesn't look great either for weather so we'll see um it's going to be a it's going to be a juggling act and hopefully um these quote-unquote scattered showers that they predict um will not be scattered over this uh over the 200 acre golf course that we're where they're playing right. this tournament uh, the, the, the jet, the charter has to leave at eight o'clock tonight, uh, tomorrow in order to get to uh, Royal St. George's in, uh, in England uh, for the British open. So, uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It'll be a little complicated, but, uh, but, you know, I have to say the PGA tour does an unbelievable job of, of, of predicting weather. I mean, if you think mm-hmm. your local forecaster is good, uh, these PGA tour guys right. are really good. And, uh, so well, you know what? All you can do is cross your fingers and see what happens, uh, Mike. You right. Know? Can't fight Mother Nature. You just try to work with her, and uh, it sounds like uh, that'll be uh, an interesting way to try to do it. We'll be watching, uh, I will at least, on the on the TV. You'll be out there in person, and hopefully the uh, weather cooperates today. Uh, when we come back, we will uh, be joined by Andrew Catalan of CBS Sports. He is the lead anchor this week uh, for the coverage at the John Deere Classic. We are... Uh, Very pleased to talk to Andrew when we return. Uh, This is The Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on 670 The Score. Heard it from a friend who, heard it from a friend who. And we are back on The Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Barry Cronin, live on site at the John Deere Classic. Mike Esposito here at The Score Studios in Chicago. Ario Speedwagon, we don't know where they're at, but uh, they're somewhere, and uh, they are uh, Illinois rockers, so we like to play them as we are playing the tournament, uh, the PGA, here uh, in Illinois this week, and uh, we are pleased to be joined now on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. The man calling the action for CBS this week at the John Deere Classic, uh, Andrew Catalan, joins us. Andrew, good morning. Thank you. Hey guys, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Andrew. And and I, you were serenaded by my my cousin Kevin Cronin, who is the uh, lead singer there at Ario <laughs> Speedwagon. And, uh, <laughs> Beautiful. You know, it's always a good intro, and it's always nice to hear Kevin. I used to hear him when he was, you know, twelve years old playing at uh, our little family events. So uh, he's still he's still at it. Uh, but anyway, great to great to talk to you, Andrew. Thank you so much for coming on, and uh, just to just this immediate situation here. We've got uh, a rain uh, in the uh, the beautiful Quad Cities, and uh, does that uh, present any kind of unique challenges for the CBS uh, crew and uh, you and them, or, or or other than just you know maybe delaying the broadcast, or what do you think? 
Yeah, it could, Barry. I mean, really don't know at this point yet. Uh, we had a situation in May at the Byron Nelson down in Dallas where they went off early, you know, about 8, 9 a.m. We, we taped the whole show to air at 3 o'clock. And then 10 to 3, with two holes left, they, they blew the horn and took everybody off the course. So all that coverage that we had done all morning ended up kind of going to waste a little bit and then we came on live and we waited through the delay and then they came back out and finished so you just never know in this situation but hopefully you know watching the the local uh, television broadcast the last couple days hopefully it's just spotty showers and we get some windows and openings and obviously as you know they're playing off both tees which should you know condense the window needed to play the third round so fingers are crossed and hopefully we get lucky today and tomorrow yeah it looks like uh, tomorrow's going to be tough too but yeah like, like you say hopefully we get it in um andrew uh, what uh, we've had this pandemic situation for the last uh, year and a half or however long it's been have you has your broadcast changed a lot i mean CBS does such a great job bro- uh, broadcasting golf how have things changed at all uh, for you guys Significantly, although it's slowly starting to get back to the way it was, but, you know, I call NFL for CBS and, you know, every Sunday last fall, uh, we had very strict protocols for for traveling to games because we were at the games. Some of the producers were not, but all the announcers were. So we'd have to get in on Friday, get tested uh, for COVID and pretty much just locked down in our room. So what I would say is that and this is not um, a complaint by any means, but when you're on the road as much as some of us are, you know, your coworkers kind of become your second family. And in football spe- uh, uh, specifically, you know, really couldn't go out to dinner with anyone or go get a cup of coffee with anyone. We were kind of locked down. Understandably so, but it just really changes the dynamic of when you're away from your real family and, and you're sitting in a hotel room. Now, some of those things are, are starting to come back. Uh, earlier this year, for a golf tournament, I'd be sitting in a tower by myself, not with Nick Faldo or Ian Baker Finch. Now uh, we're together again, uh, it, you know. So, so those things are starting to, to change for the better, and uh, it's nice to go out and get a meal with a coworker now, and that they do in room service. So, you know, I think from that perspective, it, it's starting to come back to the way it was, which is a positive. Andrew Catalan is our guest. You recognize his voice from CBS Sports. He calls uh, lots of stuff, including uh, this weekend's John Deere Classic. But uh, I, I know um, in, in your uh, repertoire of events, and you mentioned the NFL, but you've done college basketball, you've done Olympics, and, and but golf has now come into, into more prominence. Uh, um, I know in uh, a few years back they announced that uh, you'd be doing more of the golf how did you? Because not everybody could do golf, and not everybody knows golf well enough to broadcast it. Was this something that you always were interested in as as a kid growing up? Did you play growing up? Uh, where does golf fit into your life, and how did you get to to become uh, more of a, a golf broadcaster? Yeah, it's a it's a good question. I mean, I, I played growing up. I still play. I'm not very good, but I enjoy it. And oh, wow. um, makes yeah, three, you fit, that you makes fit three in on this. Yeah. You fit, on this, fit right in on this show, Andrew. Yeah, good. We have a, we have we need one more for a fourth. And <laughs> no, I think the the challenge is that um, you know when you're in, when I was in college, I knew I wanted to be a broadcaster, and I knew I could go 
to a high school football game or a high school basketball game, and I could sit in the stands with a tape recorder because that's my age, and I could record a, a game and, and then get practice reps. But it's very hard to do that in golf. It's not like you could – I mean, you could do it off your TV uh, is maybe the way, but it's very hard to find real reps, if you will, in this sport. And when I joined CBS uh, in 2010 – you know, they gave me a really big opportunity to work one of the the digital feature group channels at the Masters, which which was incredible, and, and it, it is so meaningful to me that they gave me that chance. And then, as I did did that every year, that was kind of my only cracks at the bat, if you will, uh, with golf because there's just really not that many reps. Um, but I was able to um, to find some more, including here at the John Deere a couple of years ago for Golf Channel. They gave me a, a couple opportunities, and it's just something I really fell in love with doing and, and wanted to expand my role at CBS, and thankfully they saw it the same way. So it's just it means so much that I get this chance uh, to be here, and then a couple of weeks we'll be in Minnesota for the 3M Open. So, you know, it, it's, it's working out to about five to six events per year, which is, uh, which is really just perfect for me, and I'm, I'm really appreciative of it. And you, you worked the Masters. Um, I mean, you were on the regular broadcast, not just the, the digital thing. For, and how many years have you done that, and, and what do you do down there at the Masters? So this was the first year I was on the, the main broadcast, if you okay. will. But for the past 10 years, I did the digital uh digital channels, the feature groups, if you will, that are really right. popular, especially Masters Week and, and some of the other major weeks. So uh, this year was the first time it was I sat on the 14th hole, and I was responsible for calling the 7th and the 14th hole at the Masters, which was, was truly a dream come true. I mean, just, you know, working on a broadcast with, you know, Jim Nance and, and Cernick Faldo, but Vern Lundquist, I mean, you know, just to, to, yeah, yeah, to sit sure. in the green room and chat with him about, you know, the upcoming round or stories from his past. I mean, it's just, it, just fascinating. He, he's a wonderful person, as we all know. And uh, that was a pinch, uh, pinch myself moment, if you will. You know, yeah, you, no, and, go ahead, Mike. I, I was just going to say for many of us, Jim Nance, I, I am not old enough to know another voice of golf, really. I mean, Jim Nance, to me, when I hear Jim Nance, I mean, he does great in the NFL. He does great with college buckets, but Jim Nance is golf. If I'm watching golf on TV, it's Jim Nance in my head, right? I mean, that's just how it is. It's got to be, uh, he's got to have a wealth of golf stories to tell you. Yeah, he, he's been fantastic in this whole process. And, and I agree when you think of golf, you know, you certainly think of Jim and, um, you know, he's been he started working the Masters, I think, in his mid twenties, which yeah. which is just yeah. remarkable Crazy. when he yeah. started. So it's been a, it's been an incredible run, and he is a, a great ambassador for all of us at CBS. Right, and you've had a change now with the with your with the with the with the coordinating producer for CBS, Seller Shy's taken over, and I know. There have been some 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 changes. Can you can you? I, I think you've got a leaderboard that's always on the screen. And what else? What other kind of things have has he implemented? Yeah, Sellers is a great golfer, so he would not fit in our group right now. So we we need to find somebody else who's not as good as Sellers. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I think he just changed like you know some little things, like his fresh perspective. And I've had a chance to work with him on football and basketball in the past. So he's a really really sharp guy and you know little things like like you mentioned Barry that the leaderboard's always on the screen I think that's been very well received um some of the music is a little different you know not, nothing major because as you know Lance Barrow has 
has been our uh, our leader on golf for so many years and did a wonderful job and um, not much needs to be changed. But Sellers is just bringing a, a little bit of a fresh perspective. And, and um, I think that we're very lucky that we've had Lance for so long and now Sellers. It's, uh, it's been a, it's a, such a uh, well-run ship, if you will. I mean, you know, football, you have different producers, different games, basketball the same way, but it's really the same crew for golf the whole year. So it's important that you have good leadership, and we certainly have had that over the years. And uh, the, we should, we would, if we didn't mention this, we would be, uh, uh, we wouldn't be a good broadcasters here. But you went to Syracuse University, which I think is the uh, same university that our buddy Zach Zabin from the Score attended. It is. And I think there's so many people who have gone to yep. Syracuse. So, uh, so that's quite a place. Zach's doing great. I see him from time to time. Uh, if I'm calling a college basketball game with the Paul involved, and I'll see him there. And, uh, yeah, we have – I mean, look, I think that um, there are so many great colleges and programs around the country where you can become a broadcaster, but Syracuse certainly is right up there. And uh, we have a very proud network of alums, and, and there's a lot of us out there. But, again, if anyone ever wanted to get in this uh, business, it's not the only place you can go. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities out there now with college radio stations and television stations. So, you know, I think it's uh, it's a crazy business. It's a crazy life, as you guys know. Uh, it takes you to, from place to place, but it's uh, it's a joy and a dream to to be around sports for uh, for what you do. And I think we're very lucky in that regard. Yep. Yeah. Zach is a proud alum. I know Danny Parkins from our afternoon show is a, a proud alum as well. Uh, lots of good Jim Beheim stories uh, from from the latter there. I'm sure. Uh, well, you may have some of those. I don't know, but uh, you may have had some uh, fun Jim Beheim stories when you were there at school. Absolutely. Yep. And uh, still going too, Coach Beheim. Oh yeah. Still going. So uh, we had a good little run in the tournament last year, and we'll see what happens this year. Yeah. And, and before we let you go, Andrew, I, I, I will digress from golf for a second because I have to ask. So you do preseason uh, football for the Bills, correct? Correct. So you will have the Mitch Trubisky experience this year that we in Chicago have had for, for many years. I have to I have to ask, and especially because the Bills with Josh Allen, you guys are coming off of a great season. Uh, but but how has how has Mitch fit in over there uh, with the Bills? And I mean, backup quarterback, not a ton of pressure, but. Uh, it's got, it's interesting, certainly for bears fans who have lived and died with him for the last few years. Yeah. So, uh, last year there was no preseason, right? There was no games. And then I think I only had the bills once or twice on CBS last year. And because of the pandemic, couldn't go to practice, weren't really around the facility. So I didn't get a great feel for Mitch, uh, last year, but this year, as you know, they actually play the bears in Chicago in the second preseason so I'll be in Chicago for that. Nice. And that you're right. Should be interesting because in the second preseason game, you would expect that he'll get a long, long run there. They're not going to go too long with Josh Allen. So that should be a, that should be fun. Oh, I'm looking forward riot. to that to coming to yeah. Chicago in That's about a month from now. That's yep. hysterical. Well, we maybe got to you got to see about Mitch's golf game too, and see if he maybe we'll have maybe we'll have him on this show if he's any good. There you go. Or if he's bad, we'll have him on the show. I think yeah, we need him to be bad. He yeah, needs he, to be he, bad. He's probably way better than us. Uh, that's for sure. But uh, and and a texter to our our tech zone here. 
uh, says we should talk curling with you because of your Olympic experience. I don't, I wouldn't know the first question to ask you, but uh, that's that's definitely uh, uh, something fun uh, with the Olympic games that you've gotten to do. Well, whoever texted you has a has a good memory because yeah, that that was uh, I did that twice for NBC at the Olympics, and it was a sport that I knew nothing about when they asked me to call it. And it turned out to be one of the most fun things I've ever done. And uh, <laughs> I haven't done it in a while. I've been, I've been off the ice for a while. But uh, it was certainly a big highlight and uh, memory in my career. Well, Andrew, we really appreciate your time this morning. Uh, you've been very generous uh, coming on with us. Uh, uh, best of luck this weekend. Certainly hope uh, we get the rest of the John Deere Classic in. And uh, we'll be listening on our TVs. And, again, thank you for joining us on the scorecard this morning. Anytime, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate it. That is Andrew Catalan from CBS Sports. He is calling the John Deere Classic for CBS this weekend, uh, and uh, we will uh, be watching. We'll be watching today. We'll watch uh, tomorrow for the final round and hope uh, that the weather uh, cooperates with you there, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what a nice guy to come on and uh, and, uh, and share a little insight. So thank you very much, Mike, for for co-hosting, it's awesome. Always awesome being of with course. you, and uh, we had a real nice show today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, Barry. Thanks to you, my friend, and thanks to our guests, Andrew Catalan, who we just talked to from CBS Sports, Craig DeVries, uh, we had from Swing Thoughts, TJ Sullivan from Golf Tech in Oakbrook, Dan Hotchkin, uh, the head pro at Palatine Hill, Hills Golf Course, joined us earlier in the show as well. Thanks to Adam Studzinski, our great producer, Uh, who does his job extremely well each and every week. Thanks to you for listening and texting us. We appreciate you listening to The Scorecard every Saturday morning from 6 to 8. Early Odds is next, inside the clubhouse after that. For Barry Cronin, I'm Mike Esposito. We will talk to you next Saturday morning. Stick around again for Early Odds right here on 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.